Welcome to the Mind Body Musings Podcast, the show for everyone and anyone that is ready to break free from the dogmatic chains of the health and fitness industry and create their own life free from restrictions. Now, introducing your host, Madeline Moon, a former fitness model gone sane and the author of the popular self-love book, The Perfection Myth. If you dig the show and you're looking for more insight on how to stop food and exercise from controlling your life, check out her website, maddiemoon.com, and grab your free guide. If you're ready to end dieting once and for all, it's time you learn how to pursue real health instead. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Mind Body Musings podcast. This is your host, Madeline Moon, and I am here with you today for episode 71. I am thoroughly enjoying this amazing fall weather here in Colorado. It's been so beautiful. If you follow me on social media and Instagram, uh, you've been seeing that I've been doing some hiking lately. uh, And the colors are changing, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. And not to mention... I love this time of the year because it just puts me in a different kind of mindset where I stop thinking so much about myself and my body and food and I start to really just feel like nature should have my, more of my attention, if that makes sense. It The weather feels so cool and crisp and the smell of pumpkin and candles. And it's really around this time where I start to notice the little things in life and start to just love the little things in life, whether it's warm tea in the morning or it's going for a walk with my boyfriend and our dogs or whatever it may be. It's just more about getting outside and really feeling like you're free. And I know it's a lot easier said than done to feel free, especially when you're suffering from something like orthorexia, but I really want you to give this a shot. Just imagine a world without Octobers. Like, how awful would that be? And if you have an October, which we all do, I'm sure that you thoroughly know what I'm talking about when I say that Octobers just really help us to become back in touch with what life is really about. It's about loving other people. It's about loving yourself and living a kind of lifestyle that lifts other people up, most importantly, before anything else, before calories, before macros. It's about making human connections. It's about doing something with your life that ultimately helps other people. And for some reason, maybe it's just me, maybe it's other people out there, but fall helps me to do that because it just puts a smile on my face automatically. Or maybe it's just that I have too much pumpkin tea in my body right now and I'm just really happy. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm glad that you could listen to my rant on how much I love fall because I'm in one of those moods where I'm just so happy. I'm so happy and I'm feeling so blessed to live in this world, you know? I mean, it's a great thing. So before I get started on this podcast, I want to do the review of the week, and this comes from Shayna Z, and she says, awesome podcasts with five stars. I love these podcasts. I listen to them everywhere I can. I usually fall asleep to them even. I have learned so many things from her and the people she invites on the podcast. I relate to a lot of the things said on them, and I've realized... There are people out there thinking and acting just like me. Never stop making them. You are great. 
Smiley face, thank you, thank you, thank you. That means a lot to me. Every time I read one of these reviews, it keeps me going with making these podcasts. I mean, these are the reason why that I feel so passionately about making podcasts and sharing my thoughts and bringing other people onto this show to connect with you, which is my mission. You know, I don't know if it'll always be my mission, but right now in my life, that is my main mission is to connect to you with people that you need, whether it's me, whether it's someone else, I want you to find the right person to introduce into your life. And so I hope that this podcast has helped you to find those people. This program is brought to you by Body Freedom, a four-week course that will lead you through step-by-step lessons on recovery with the help of modules, videos, assignments, and tools. If you consider yourself someone that's endured a period of orthorexia or exercise addiction, I made this course especially for you. Check it out at maddiemoon.com bf. Today's episode is all about five things I do regularly to promote constant growth. So what does that mean exactly? Does that mean constant growth, um, getting taller, I'm getting bigger, I'm getting smarter? No, I just mean in a holistic sense, ways that I'm growing as a human being. And of course, that includes food and body image, of course. But it also includes other things. It includes my relationship with my boyfriend. It It includes my relationship with my parents. It includes my spirituality, um, my financial... Uh, relationships. It just includes everything and how I feel like I'm getting ahead in my life by being a better person, not by making more money, but by having more insight and accumulating more wisdom on who I am, which is a crazy question. So number one, what's one thing that I, me, myself, and I particularly do to constantly promote growth? So one thing that I do is uh, every week, and y'all don't know this about me, but every week I make it a point to reach out to five new people on the online space, people I have not talked to. There are so many incredible people in this world doing incredible things online, and they're all around us, whether it's YouTube or it's social media or it's a blog or it's a podcast or it's a Kindle book. There are so many people that have so much wisdom and insight and stories that they need to share So I find these people, whether I see them on a Facebook post and I really like what they had to say. Um, Maybe it's a Mind Body Green article or it's something on the Huffington Post. Generally, when I read something that I like, I reach out to that person and that puts myself in a very vulnerable place. I don't know if they're going to respond. I don't know if they're going to be like, who's this Maddie Moon chick? I don't want to talk to her. Or if they're going to say, you know, that's really cool what you're doing too. Let's chat. But regardless... I don't know if it's just my nature to want to always be making new relationships or if it's the business of podcasting um, or it's just something I value personally, but I really love to make connections with people. So sometimes I'll reach out to someone and I'll invite them on the show. Sometimes I'll reach out to someone and ask them if they just want to have a Skype call. Sometimes I just reach out to say, thank you. I like your work. Now that I know how special it is to receive emails like that, I want to be sending them out more. Because it's not often that I listen to someone's podcast and I I like it so much that I remember to go back to my computer and email them and say thank you. But I've received emails like that. I mean, I'm receiving emails like that that just so warm my heart and it makes me feel so amazing. And so now that I know that I want to be providing that for other people. Um, And that's a good note for y'all to remember. If there's something y'all love in your life that you're constantly going back to, let that person know. Don't be afraid if they're not going to read it or see it. Just let them know. I've had people reach out to me for 
interviews on their blog and they probably don't have any followers because it's not a blog that's done up at all and it's very raw looking, but it still means a lot to me that they wrote out these questions and they want to ask me ask me these things. So I take the time generally, if I can, to answer these questions for them so that they can do that. So you'll be surprised if you think people don't really want to reach out to you or respond to you. Just give it a shot. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Like Zha Zhang, that guy I had on my podcast, if y'all remember, the rejection therapy dude, his whole thing was trying to see if he could get rejected. And he found out more times than not that people are willing to accept whatever you have to offer them or they want to respond to you and they want to react because people are like that, especially people in this online world. They want to make connections too. So whether or not you... um, really expect a reply, I would just recommend you go ahead and make it a goal to reach out to one new person a week, maybe in the online space, someone that you really admire and trust and follow, ask them a question or um, reach out and just give them some words of encouragement for what they're doing because chances are they need that. The second thing that I do regularly to promote constant growth is I set goals and have them visible. I love to set goals. And yes, they are in list format. So I use something called Evernote. If you don't know what that is, it's incredible. It's pretty much a a software, an app that you can have on your computer and you can also have on your phone. So if you write notes, it automatically syncs up with both your computer and your phone. So if I'm out on a walk, listening to a podcast and an idea comes up in my head, I whip out my Evernote, I jot it down. And then later when I'm at my computer, I see it. So I have a, a a folder or a document inside of Evernote that's called goals, my goals. And I list everything from uh, short-term goals, things I want to work on for the week, to long-term goals, things I want to accomplish within the next year. And these goals are so important to me, and I think goals are so important. There's kind of a battle in my head about goals because I don't want to set goals that limit me. Because I believe that God has bigger plans for me. And sometimes my goals could be like, oh, gain this many followers on Instagram. And, you know, God's like, actually, I want you to change this this person's entire life. So why don't you go focus on that instead of focusing on Instagram? You know, sometimes I have those things in my mind. So I don't get attached to the goals. I will say that. I think it's so important to have the goals and to chase after something and to be ambitious and to have dreams and to know you are capable of that goal. At the same time, don't let your self-esteem and your self-worth be dependent on your success of those goals because maybe that's never the plan. Maybe that was never the plan for you to make social media your number one thing or to get that many clients or to write that Kindle book. Maybe you had something much bigger ahead of you. Uh, When it comes to food and body image, because I'm sure that's probably what y'all are more concerned about. You know, if you're more concerned about making goals and progress with your relationship with food, I think goals are so important. And that is why I do that thing called the feast and fast list. If y'all have not heard of that, it's in my program, Body Freedom. I've mentioned it on quite a few interviews that I've been on, but the feast and fast list is essentially a list of things you want to stop doing and start doing, aka goals, things you want to start working on, but they're short term. They're things I want to start working on now. I want to start feasting on fiction books. I want to start feasting on 
walks outside. I want to start feasting on coffee dates with girlfriends or guy friends. I want to start feasting on my journal. But I want to stop start fasting uh, diet plans, meal plans, counting macros, counting calories, uh, not eating a bite of my friend's food when it's offered. Go for it. Have the bite of your friend's food. See, even goals like that, that small and tiny and what may seem insignificant are huge and they make a big difference. So I think having goals visible where you can see them, whether it's an Evernote or it's on your mirror, which I also do. I love to have goals on my mirror. And sometimes it's just to remember to pray. Sometimes it's just to remember um, that my body is way more smart than I think it is. And it'll digest the food that I am afraid it won't digest. Just last night, I had Mexican food. I mean, how many of you just like shriveled away hearing that I had Mexican food? Oh my God, no, chips, salsa, guacamole, uh, cheese, like all those things. Well, guess what? I had Mexican food not one time this week, but three times. Three times. And I'm fine. I'm still here. My body looks the exact same because my body is learning how to burn it off, how to use it, how to store it. But it all started with making it a goal to have it once. It didn't turn into, wow, I can't believe I even, because I didn't even realize I had it three times this week. And I never thought I'd be at that point. But I am at that point. And it's so amazing and it's so beautiful. But it all started with a goal. I once upon a time had a goal, have this fear food this week. And for that week, it was Mexican food. And maybe the next week it was have ice cream because I haven't had ice cream in a while. So having goals like this in regards to your food fears is fantastic. Or maybe you want to write something down that's exercise related, like don't go to the gym six times this week. Take an extra rest day. And then the next week you can be taking another rest day. And then you can have the bigger goals, the long-term goals. For me, I'm focusing a lot on uh, expanding my reach expanding my reach and helping more people, as many people as I can, on the online world and speaking more. I want to be speaking. I want to be talking about this face-to-face with people. I want to be coaching as much as I can. Those are the things that I'm really focusing on because that's what makes my heart pound and my heart thrive. That's what I love to do. But it's easy to forget if I don't have it written down. So set some goals. Set some goals, people. The next one, number three, I am constantly reading. I am constantly reading. Again, if you follow me on social media or Snapchat slash my newsletter, I often like to throw in a little PS or I like to just share with you guys what I'm reading. And I probably go through a book every couple days because I absolutely love to read and I devour books. And I set aside time throughout the day to do so. And not every book is amazing. Not every book changes my life. Some books are harder to get through than others, and sometimes I put books down. But actually putting myself in front of a book and giving myself that knowledge that one person has to offer me, I love it. I love that feeling of taking out my highlighter and learning something and sharing it with y'all. So if you're not a big reader, maybe it's because you don't have much time for it. You don't feel like it's a good use of your time. Maybe you haven't found a book or a genre that really makes you just fall in love with the story. So I beg you to just explore. And if you have any questions or if you're really confused about books to start reading, join our Facebook group, the MBM Tribe, and ask a question about what kind of book you should read because I have plenty of suggestions and I'm sure other people in there too. But I think reading is a much better use of your time than scrolling on social media or watching a television show. Not that those things are bad, 
But I think that you don't get lost inside of an adventure the way you do with reading. And sometimes what I needed the most when I was going through recovery was fiction. I needed a new story to get lost inside of. And now I'm at the point where I love fiction. I love doing fiction every mm, five books or so. But I want to read more about um, memoirs. I like memoirs and self-help books and spirituality and growth of all certain measures and Books that really just get me pumped up to do what I do. Number four, continually doing things that scare me. Wow. Um, There's a quote on this. I I can't remember exactly what it is, but it goes along the lines of, if it doesn't scare you, it's not changing you or growing you. And I think it's so true. I, I aim to do things that put me out of my comfort zone because that is when I start to grow. For example, a lot of you know that I like to do pole dancing inside of a studio. Well, I'm going to put myself out there and do a Halloween show. We have a Halloween show and we perform in front of people and do a little gig, a dance. And normally I would never do something like that because it's so scary to me to perform, even though I used to be in the marching band and I used to play my clarinet at concerts and recitals and guitar and all these fun things. But I once my eating disorder took over... I stopped wanting to do things that scared me because I knew that when I was scared is when I clung to my food rules. Anybody else? Bueller? Anyone else? Yes. I I think that some of y'all could probably relate to me a little bit that whenever you feel like you are out of your comfort zone, you're, you're in a position where you're vulnerable, you're at a social setting where you don't know what people think about you. Or you don't know what your family's thinking about you. You want to cling to your food rules. You want to, because you want to cling to your perfect body. So continually putting yourself in a position where you're getting scared and you're facing that situation instead of running from the fear and turning to something that cannot help you at all, like food in your body, face that fear. Let it come inside. Let it come and stop running from it. Don't turn away from the fear. Really let it visit and and figure out where that fear is living. Is it living in your heart? Is it living in your mind, your insecurities? And then go do something that proves you wrong and show yourself that you are capable of being an amazing blogger, that you are capable of cooking amazing meals. Show yourself that you are capable of teaching other people what you've learned in your life Show yourself that you can write. You're an amazing writer. And if you're really not, then go learn how to be. Put yourself in a position where you could get criticized. But when you are criticized, learn from whatever people are criticizing you from. But stay confident. Know that you're learning. You're growing. And that's incredible. There's no other gift like that. Whether or not you're really excellent or something or you're really not excellent at something, you're growing regardless, just by doing whatever it is that is scaring you and taking you out of your comfort zone. Okay, I love that one. So number five is expanding my horizons. I love to expand my horizons. And what I mean by that is learning from people that have nothing to do with my main business, what I do, talking about body image and food all day long, it can be a kind of heavy topic, you know, it can get pretty heavy. So I like to make sure that I'm on YouTube and I'm watching other people share their insight from TED Talks or watching funny BuzzFeed videos or watching um, people that I think could possibly be good guests on the show, but I'm not quite sure and I just want to hear what they have to say. Or meditation secrets and videos that show you how to get... Um, re- redecorate your, li- your living room. 
simply or DIY, just fun things that take me out of the same old body image and food arena because that's also growth. I'm learning new things. And if I realized one thing when I was in the throes of orthorexia, I I know that this could possibly be true for a lot of y'all too, is that when I was in that time, all I knew was food. All I thought about was food. All I obsessed about was my food and my exercise and my body and my weight and my perfectionism. All I cared about was, what was my next meal? How do I look right now? How much weight have I lost? None of my horizons were expanding, period, at all. And when I decided that I needed to change and I needed to find out what else is there to me, who else is Madeline Moon besides just the food lover, the food obsessor? Well, I didn't know. I got into such a rut with my life and my obsessions that I had no idea what else I liked. I used to be this girl who read lots of books and played lots of different instruments and really thrived on fashion. And then I just became someone who only cared about food and eating clean. And I had to relearn how to invest myself into those things. And now I keep momentum going. So I always make time, especially, I don't know why, but on Wednesdays, I love to just make time for exploring new people, arenas, uh, passions. Another thing I've been doing, which is kind of related to this point is I I used to know French a little bit whenever I was in college and I decided that relearning French would be so much fun. Something different to take my mind off of what I do and take my mind elsewhere during the workday. So I keep up this little tab. There is a website called Memrise, M-E-M-R-I-S-E. And I really recommend you check it out if you're interested in learning any other languages and expanding your horizons because it's free and you can learn how to speak a different language with these fun, um, I mean, it's I wouldn't say it's actually like fun games or anything, but the way they do it helps you to learn quickly, very, very quickly. And um, you just be kind to yourself and patiently learn and do it in your in the time in between projects when you're juggling things just to get your mind off and to work a different part of your brain because that is never going to leave you stagnant in life. You'll always be growing when you're expanding your horizons, expanding your brain. So those are my five things that I do to consistently um, promote growth into my life to promote growth as a human being. Um, I also want to give you a little bit of insight on what's been going on over here, Maddie Moon's world, lately. I, if you haven't noticed on social media and um, in some of my recent posts, I've really been getting more invested in my faith. And this is a really important little uh, comment I'm, I'm making right now. And I hope y'all hang on, listen, because it's going to be important for all the episodes to come. But I have been a Christian all of my life. I have been going to church since I was a baby. I always have. But as a kid, as a kid, I didn't find it, um, I didn't really find myself in it, I guess. You know, being forced to do those things, it didn't feel like it was authentically myself and what I wanted for my life. Because I was just, all I knew is, this is the way it has to be. I don't have an option. I have to go. I have to go to this and that and this and that. There was never a choice. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong at all. No, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I have no opinions on that. I will never know until I'm a parent myself. But that's how it is. That's exactly how it is. Um, And then when I went through college, 
I started wavering back and forth, confused back and forth, got really invested into my faith and then backed out again because life, you know, it's so easy to become selfish and to think that everything is up to you and you have to make everything happen and, and, and cue control issues with my food and control and always trying to make myself feel worth it, make myself uh, have more validation for my life, finding purpose through my body because I didn't realize that God and, and living for God is the biggest purpose I could possibly have. And that I was always trying to force strength within myself and say, I can be strong enough. I can be strong enough. Watch me. I'm masculine. I have a six pack. Instead of saying, God is who gives me the strength through God. I have the strength. I don't have the strength alone at all. And I never realized that, but through God, I do, I do have the strength. And I, why am I sharing this? So I'm sharing this because this is a great, uh, this is something great. That's really applicable to the topic of today's podcast is the way I grow. But recently, this is something that's been heavy on my heart for me personally to get more invested into my faith because I have been wavering. I have been, it's been a period of wavering and, um, with, our world today, it's so great that there's so much talk of spirituality and there's so much talk of believing in something bigger, but I want specifics. And for me, I truly believe that God is my savior. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for me. I, I believe that I now can go into heaven because Jesus Christ died for me. And I am forever in debt to that. And for my life, I want to make it my mission to do everything for the glory of God. And I'm sharing this with you today very vulnerably, mind you, because I don't know how y'all are going to respond to this, <laughs> but I'm doing it anyways. I'm sharing this because uh, I'm sharing a lot more about my faith, you know, and, and in podcasts to come, I'm going to be inviting people on that are Christians and talk about God. And, and I hope that's okay because for you guys, and you'll continue to stick on with the show because in the past I've had tons of people come on the show talk about spirituality, but no one's necessary. I mean, a few people, but not that many people have specifically said Jesus Christ, but they've said spirituality. So I'm hoping that that'll just help you more and that'll give you more answers, not less. I don't want to anger anybody, but if you are not okay with that at all, then this might not be... Um, the best show because I want people to be open-minded when they listen to these things and learn. I'm going to be promoting nothing but positivity. There's no judgment going on in the show. There never has been. There never will be at all, period. It's me. This, this show is about what I'm going through and what I want you to know about. So I'm going to be sharing some of these things because I want you to know about it. I think it's, I think it's amazing to learn about it. And as I've been uh, I've been creating something really amazing, really special for anyone who wants it. That's going to be launching um, spring of, of next year. And it's going to be a body image, uh, eating disorder, perfectionism type program that is based in the Bible and devotion. And I'm going to be helping people heal their relationship with their body and with food through the Bible, like a devotional but specifically for your body image and for food. So if this really seems like it's up your alley, I'm so excited. Stay tuned because I've, I'm working on one of these devotional series per day, spending so much time in it, which is why you may notice that I share more of the scriptures I've been reading on social media because I'm 
all my nose is always in the Bible. It's always in there. Lately, it's been in there a lot. And I am really excited about what I've been learning and I want to share it. And I hope that you receive it and you're interested. And um, I also want you to know that I'm going to continue to share all sorts of people on this podcast, all sorts of people. I've got some great things lined up, you know, people that talk about everything the way it always has been, that it's not going to change because I'm still interested in those things and I'm still interested in letting you learn about those things. So continue to listen to the show. I hope that you love all the information to come. Thanks for listening to me talk a little bit about my own faith and I'm sure that I'll share more in the future on, you know, the struggles I've been through and some of the realizations I've been having. And yeah, so this was this was episode 71 and if you want to get the show notes and the links that I mentioned in this podcast, make sure you go to maddiemoon.com/mbm71. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast episode. We have a great one lined up for next week and I'll see you there. <laughs>